last week I mentioned that one of the things I noticed about the week was that it had a kind of theme running through it, that of unity. This week I was aware that it was one that felt, for want of a better description, a bit grim. Certainly over these past few months some of the stories we have heard or indeed lived have undoubtedly been a bit grim. And this week we have continued to hear of people losing their jobs as small businesses go to the wall and large established businesses joining them. Some businesses that have tried to struggle on during this current lockdown don't know if they'll make their rent or their mortgage payments. Some are in their infancy and so are getting next to no support. Parents continue to struggle with how best to homeschool alongside balancing home life and working from home. Teachers and lecturers too are trying to cope with the uncertainty, the strain and the extra pressure and emotional toll of trying to encourage and get to know a class that they've barely seen this academic year. Medical staff NHS workers feel their strength is flagging as they continue to care, support and comfort those in their care and their families. And in these winter months, many people are feeling their mental health is taking a battering. This, combined with many other things, including the awful 100,000 plus deaths related to COVID-19 that we were told of this week and the knowledge that these are not just statistics but real people who were loved and cherished, some of whom we have known personally. And the fact that this week also saw Holocaust Memorial Day when we paused to remember the six million Jews murdered during the Holocaust alongside the millions of other people killed under Nazi persecution and in the genocides that followed in Cambodia, Rwanda, Bosnia and Darfur. When we have a week like that and we look at our world, do you ever wonder, does anybody have an answer? Can anyone address our world's problems? It's pain. Today's reading concerns itself with the authority that people recognised in Jesus, an authority that allowed him to teach in a manner unlike that of the scribes and Pharisees, an authority that allowed him to command evil to depart. And that's kind of what we want, isn't it? For the bad to depart, for an easing of the pain the distress. But it's interesting to note that Jesus' authority is recognised by the crowd not primarily in the miracle, but in the way Jesus spoke and interacted with people. The fact that when he taught, he didn't rely on inherited wisdom. When Mark says that the crowds were amazed at Jesus' teaching because he taught with authority, he has a quite precise meaning in mind. This doesn't just mean the crowds were saying, wow, he's a good teacher, he really knows his stuff. It's not like that. 
The word for authority that's used twice in the Gospel text today, literally translated, means out of being. Jesus spoke out of his being, out of who he was, out of where he came from. And as we read his story, we see that through his words, his actions and his teaching, Jesus claims something that no other teacher, no other rabbi, no other human being could claim. That he was of God. Well, actually more than that. We are just a few weeks past Christmas when we remembered his birth and how he was described through his name. Emmanuel. God with us. And it's good for us to remember in a week like this that we are not in this alone. And at the end of his life, Jesus spoke as someone who knew firsthand what a mess the world was because it killed him. And these are his last recorded words. All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. There's that word again authority. And having been given all authority, he announces his plan for the healing of the world and it does not involve starting a political party or an economic system or an educational programme or any of the stuff that we would launch. No, what he says is, all authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me, so now you go. You penniless fisherman, you repentant tax collector, you hothead, you who has followed faithfully and you who has doubted. And it echoes down through the years. You go, you student, you business person, you retiree, you homemaker, you go, hold out the hope for a hurting world. Jesus had the authority and the power needed to make a difference. He had the authority and power of God, a power that could change any situation, heal any person. And he offers it to us as he calls us to use it to do the work of God in this world. He calls us to employ it to heal, to teach, to love, to bring justice and to grant mercy with. You see, the authority of God commands us to help create a new world, one where we are aware of those around us, where we actively seek to care about them and for them, and in doing so to show them God's love. So this week, let's look around and be aware of those around us. The owner of the small business in our town who is struggling the person we know who has lost their job, the parents who are struggling with homeschooling, perhaps not having the funds to supply their children with a tablet or computer, and trying to fit in home and work life too. The teachers and the lecturers who are trying to cope with the strain and the extra pressure of imparting knowledge and creating lessons for children and young people who are struggling with the uncertainty of these times. Let's remember the medical staff, the NHS workers, who feel their strength is flagging and their contributions once more being taken for granted. 
All those in the many frontline jobs who are making sure our society continues to function. Those we may be aware of who are feeling weighed down or overwhelmed with concerns. Those who are dealing with bereavements in these difficult, restrictive times. And in our wider world, an awareness of where support is needed, where people face tyranny, injustice and despair. And having become aware, what can we do? You in your small corner and I in mine. Well, there's prayer. Commit to setting aside time every day this coming week to pray for someone or some situation you know of. Bringing your prayer to God, asking for healing, for strength, for comfort, for peace. Then there is the practical. And while restrictions mean we can't offer to visit or take over a role for them, we can nevertheless let someone know we are there for them. We can call them, we can listen to them, we can write to them, we can email them, we can text them, we can acknowledge them and their situation. We can thank them, we can ask what help we can offer. And for those of us who feel that we are the one who needs the support, that our energies are flagging, that we are feeling overwhelmed, it has been said that one of the best ways to move out of that deep, dark night of the soul is to go and find someone else to help or to serve. And remember, whatever we do, we do not in our own strength, but in the power and authority of the one who sends us and who tells us, do what I have asked you to do and surely I am with you always to the very end of the age. And that is a promise that we can cling to. And that is a promise that we can offer to others. We are not in this alone.